Good morning. This is Michelle with Mornings with Michelle. I will read to you today from the book of Habakkuk, and this is Habakkuk's prayer. The Word of God lets us know that men ought to always pray and not faint. The Bible gives us countless examples of the prayers of righteous men and women, prayers that were heard and answered. And these prayers give us a formula or a format, a prescription for prayer, prayer that will be answered by our sovereign God. Habakkuk chapter 3 is no different from any of the prayers that have been prayed, that God has heard, that have received answers, and continue to be answered. And I just want to encourage you today to pray. You don't know the point at which your prayer may be answered, but we have a God who is faithful and just, and He will hear and He will answer our prayers. Some answers will come immediately. Some will come over the passage or duration of time. But those answers will come. The answer may not be exactly what you've asked for. And if you'll just think of it like this, you'll understand why. When you were a child and you asked your parents for this or that or the other, they did give you an answer but it wasn't always just what you were asking for. Maybe it was for a particular gift for Christmas or your birthday. But whatever you got, because it was given with love, you were thankful, I'm sure. Your parents knew what was best for you. You wanted a car, they gave you a bike. Well, you couldn't handle a car. That's just a simple example but God will answer your prayers. So please know that your sovereign God loves you and he hears you. And I want to encourage you to pray always. We always should pray. Habakkuk chapter three, a prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet. This is from the NIV version of the Bible. Listen and be blessed. Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. God came from ten men, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and His praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise. His rays flashed from His hand where His power was hidden. Plague went before Him. Pestilence followed His steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. 
The ancient mountains crumbled and the age-old hills collapsed. But he marches on forever. I saw the tents of Cushan in distress, the dwellings of Midian in anguish. Were you angry with the rivers, Lord? Was your wrath against the streams? Did you rage against the sea when you rode your horses and your chariots to victory? You covered your bow, you called for many arrows, you split the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and writhed. Torrents of water swept by. The deep roared and lifted its waves on high. Sun and moon stood still in the heavens at the glint of your flying arrows, at the lightning of your flashing spear. In wrath you strode through the earth, and in anger you threshed the nations. You came out to deliver your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the leader of the land of wickedness. You stripped him from head to toe with his own spear, you pierced his head. When his warriors stormed out to scatter us, gloating as though about to devour the wretched who were in hiding, you trampled the sea with your horses, churning the great waters. I heard and my heart pounded, my lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled, yet... I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the field produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God, my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. For the Director of Music, on my stringed instruments. Amen. Habakkuk chapter 3, the NIV version. I pray that this reading of Psalm of Habakkuk chapter 3 will be a blessing to you today as you begin your day or end your day or continue your day, whatever time of day you're hearing this, that it will be an incredible source of encouragement and bless you through and through is my prayer. Amen and amen. This has been Mornings with Michelle saying to you, look up and live because your redemption draweth nigh. God bless.
Good morning, family. God bless everyone. This is Michelle with Mornings with Michelle. Glad to be with you today. It's the day before the holiday, Thanksgiving holiday that is. And I know that during this time, people are dealing with a lot of anxiety. And I want to speak to that today. Uh, We're doing a 40-day challenge. And you can join in on the challenge because as of yesterday, there were 40 days till the start of the brand new year. And the challenge is to change some habit or establish a habit, a good habit, and be consistent with it for 40 days. Or to eliminate a bad habit and uh, be consistent with that for 40 days. If you're consistent for 40 days, it'll be January 1st, 2023, and you will have established a beyond three-week pattern of doing the right thing. And if you establish that pattern for three weeks, it said three weeks of doing any one thing every day develops a habit for you. So I'm praying that you will develop good habits during this time period if you take the challenge and that you will eliminate bad habits again if you take the challenge. For today, the Lord gave me a message on anxiety, and I'd like to share that with you. Anxiety, worries about tomorrow uncertainty, feelings of being out of control. The world is bereft with this kind of feeling and it is literally um, driving people mad. And I don't say that in a flippant manner or in a critical manner because there are people that are dealing with anxiety that is really creating havoc upon their lives, upon the lives of their loved ones, their family members, their friends. For those who are dealing with clinically diagnosed problems with anxiety, I would recommend to you that you seek out counseling. You seek out your medical professional's help and guidance, and you get involved in your own self-care. And I would also, and most importantly, recommend that you lay hold on the promises of God, that you hold on to God with all that you know, seek him with all of your heart, and pray that God would deliver you. There was a woman in the scripture by the name of Martha. Uh, This was Mary's sister, the sisters of Lazarus who died, who was resurrected from the grave more importantly, who is a friend of our Lord Jesus. The Bible says of Martha that she was filled with anxiety. She was very anxious. Well, God gave her an answer. He said, your sister is doing the thing that you need to be doing. She's sitting at my feet and she's learning about me, about God, about the kingdom. She's still and she's quiet before me and she's learning what she needs to cope with life. So that's my advice to you. And going on to sharing with you about anxiety, I'll be very quick and brief because I know you're getting ready for something else that you must do today 
And I thank you for taking the time out to listen to words of inspiration on Mornings with Michelle. Anxiety, worries about tomorrow, uncertainty, feelings of being out of control. God's cure for anxiety. Focus on what you know. For we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, to them who are called according to his purpose. That scripture is from Romans 8 and 28, a very common scripture, and I'm sure you know that scripture. God's cure for anxiety. Shift your focus. Yes, you have to shift your focus. And you say, well, shift my focus. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Shifting your focus basically is saying you're focusing on this, that, and the other. And all of these things that you're focusing on are contributing to your anxiety. They're making you more and more anxious. God's cure for anxiety is shift your focus off of what worries you about tomorrow and put your focus on God's promise or God's promises. In this case, one promise that I want you to focus on, and that promise is Romans 8 and 28. That promise says, For we know that all things, all things work together for good. But there's a condition. It says that you love the Lord, you love him, and you are called according to his purpose. So if you meet that condition today, if you truly love the Lord and you know that you're called according to his purpose, and you may say, well, how do I know that? How do I know that I'm called? If you're called out of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ, if you know that you're born again of the Spirit of God and you're walking with the Lord, you are called according to God's purpose. God's purpose is that we come out of sin and darkness and we live a life of faith and trust in the Lord Most High. Called according to God's purpose. Okay, that, that, that's how you know. That's the, um, the way you know that you are called. Many are called and few are chosen. There are many dynamics and aspects to being called. You don't have to be called to ministry or pastorate or uh, missionary field to be called. The first call is out of darkness into the kingdom of God. If you've answered that call, Romans 8 and 28 says, For we know that all things work together for good to those who are called according to his purpose, according to the purpose of God. Okay, now, shift your focus off of the problem and shift your focus on God's promise. If you do that today, 
you can say hello to peace and goodbye to anxiety. You're not focusing on the problem anymore, but you're focusing on the problem solver. You're not focusing on the pain, but you're focusing on the process that that pain is taking you through to get to the point of completion of a journey to wholeness and health. You're not focusing on the test. You're focusing on the outcome that you have prepared yourself for the test. You're well equipped to take the test and you will come out of the test victoriously because you have prepared And God is working all things together for your good. So on this beautiful Wednesday, this wonderful Wednesday, this day before the day that many people around the world, around the country, around the nation, around your community are celebrating a gathering together of family and close loved ones with dinners and wonderful foods and all kinds of things going on at the same time that bring delight to your soul. You may be filled with anxiety. Now, will the turkey be right? Will I have enough um, plates to go around? Will I, did I get the carryout trays? Did I get, forget to order this? Stop it now. Stop the worry. Stop the anxiety. Stop wondering if you'll be good enough or it'll be adequate enough or you will have enough. And focus now. Shift your focus on the promise of God. Romans 8 and 28. For we know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. Trust God that you are adequate and your efforts are adequate and that the day will be a day of celebration, of family, of fun, of food, of friendship, of fellowship. Fill with the spirit of the living God and that it will be a day of peace and safety. Because you love the Lord and you are the called according to his purpose. Amen. This is day two of our 40-day challenge. And on this day two, I say to you, shift your focus off of the negative and focus on the promises of God. And you will have a blessed and exceedingly blessed day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, a word of prayer. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my listeners today all around the world, wherever they are assembled to listen to this podcast. I pray that you would bless them, that you will fill their hearts and their souls full of the promises of God, that you would drive out all fear, all anxiety, all worry, all trouble, And that you would let 
them supernaturally experience what only you can do for the believer. And that's take away that which nothing else can take away. The anxiety and the fear and the trouble and the woe. And give them the peace of God that passes all understanding. It is my prayer today that everyone under the sound of my voice would experience that kind of peace as they go into the celebration of the holidays, beginning with Thanksgiving and concluding this year with the celebration of a brand new year. God bless you, friendly. God bless, bless you, friends. And God bless everyone that tunes in to Mornings with Michelle. Have a happy holiday. God bless. for your nation and my nation, your city and my city, your neighborhood and my neighborhood. We're going to be fasting and we're going to be praying and believing God for change. And in so doing, we're believing God that we will see the fulfillment of Isaiah 58 in all of our lives. For each and every one of us has things that we stand in need of, that we're praying for, that we have been praying about, and yet we haven't seen the change that we desired. So we're going to intensify our prayers through fasting. If you're on board with that, you need to just send me a note saying, yes, I'm on board with the fast. And just join me. The Daniel fast consists of, in the book of Daniel, it talks about pulse. We're dealing with just fruits and vegetables and make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Um, we're also dealing with the book of Esther where Esther decreed, uh, asked the people to pray or fast with her for three days because of the mission that she had before uh, God and the people to save her nation. She knew the power of fasting she knew the power of prayer. She knew what God would do if people came together as one, one in the spirit, one mind, one accord. We are connected by a mystical body, the body of Christ. The body of Christ is all over this world. We are connected with the saints of old who are also a party, a part of the body of Christ. And we are fitly joined together we are that which is representative of the kingdom of god in the earth realm and i would admonish you invite you and encourage you to get in your place in the kingdom jesus christ is head of our body we connect supernaturally even right now if you're joining in and you know that you're a part of this connection then you can feel the manifest power of God, even in your life, in your home, and in your surroundings where you are. So I'm not going to keep you long today. I just want to have a word of prayer. And I want to invite you to join me in fasting and praying for the nations, for your 
God's government, for your city, for your leaders, for change in the environment where you live. You can be specific in your prayer. Whatever is the greatest need that you want to focus on during this three-day period, let's come together and agree that God will destroy the yokes of bondage and let the oppressed go free. That unsaved loved one, maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your child, maybe it's the neighbor that's created so much havoc in the neighborhood, maybe it's the youth of your community, whatever the focus. And in my community, the youth are troubled. They are uh, worse than they have ever been before. And I'm praying for the young black men, especially of the community, of this city, and of this nation, that their lives will be changed and transformed by the power of God, that they would be liberated from the bonds of iniquity and the oppressed ones would go free, that God would get a hold of their hearts and their minds and transform their hearts and minds so that they can see clearly what it is that God has called for them to do. Their purpose in this earth is not to die in the streets. Their purpose is to live to live and declare the works of the Lord. So pray with me concerning the matters that concern you, concern your city, your nation, your neighborhood, your community, your home. God's going to do it for you in Jesus' name. So Father, we bow our heads now in prayer at this noon hour. You promised me that if I would meet you at the noon hour, you would meet us in this hour. That you would show up in a great and mighty way. That you would minister to the people, God. That you would touch every individual that tunes in, that joins in in faith. They may be sick and afflicted. They may not be able to utter a muttering word. They may not be able to do anything. But God, you said that if we would just come here, in this place, you would meet us in this prayer room. This is the word that you gave to me, and I trust and believe that you will do what you said you would do, because you're not a man that you should lie, neither the son of man that you should repent. So, Father, I bow my head now at this noon hour, and I pray. I pray for the nations, oh God, for leadership all across this world that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life, that you would change the hearts of the evil ones and that you would pull down those that are causing the havoc in the lives of so many and that you would resurrect the righteous men and women across the nations and across the world, that the governing powers that be would be transformed into powers that serve the true and living God. Pull down the idols, O oh God, in the hearts and the minds of people all across this nation and across this world. Help us to look to you in this hour. Help us to call upon the name of the true and living God. And then God, answer by fire, even as you did in Elijah's day. When he called down fire from heaven to destroy all of that which was laid on the altar and then to defeat the prophets of Baal that were worshiping all idols, Lord. There is so much idol worship across the land. We worship our children. We worship our cars. We worship our homes. We worship our wives, our 
our jobs. We worship ourselves. We are so vain. God, there's so much vanity in the world today. So much big I and little you. But God, help us to tear down the altars, the idol altars that we have set up in our homes, in our hearts, in our churches, in our neighborhoods, and help us to resurrect the Christ back on the throne of our hearts and help us to serve you as never before. God, I repent of the wickedness of this land. I repent of the wickedness of the times that we're living in. And I pray and I intercede in behalf of nations and in behalf of my nation, my city, my neighborhood, and my community. I ask that you will wash us with your blood. Forgive us, God, for not putting you first and foremost. Forgive us for not letting you be God. Because if we allow you to be who you are in our lives, our lives will be changed. But so many people have placed you in the back burner, so to speak, in the pocketbook, on the shelf, and only in hours of desperation do they begin to seek you. And if you don't answer fast enough, they return to their idols. God, help us to stop this wickedness and this idol worship and help us to wait upon you daily because you promised that you would show up, that you would heal, that you would forgive, that you would cleanse, that you would make brand new. Breathe upon this people right now, those who are sick and afflicted, touch and heal, oh God. Those that are suffering, those that are in pain right now, touch and heal. Those that don't know you, touch their minds and open up their hearts that they would come to know the Christ in a real supernatural way. Forgive them of their sins, wash them in your blood and take them into your kingdom, my God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. I ask these blessings upon this people. I pray for peace and safety for everyone that joins in this prayer. A greater vision. Help us to prepare for the new year. We're almost there. Help us to leave behind the weights and the sins of life. Help us to loose ourselves from that which has held us back and held us captive, God. In the name of Jesus, help us to shake it off and trust you. So that as we go into the new year, we'll go into the new year in a better place, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, in every other way that we're praying about. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray. And I thank you for these blessings. And it is so. Amen. I would like to you for you to join me in this fast. Fruits and vegetables only and lots of water. Not an overabundance of fruit. Check with your doctor if you're under a doctor's care. Make sure it's okay. Check with your own body and, and understand your body if it's addicted to caffeine, addicted to sweets, addicted to other foods addicted to salt, it will be a challenge for you 
but that challenge is telling you that you need to let go of these addictive foods and substances and let God set you free. It's my prayer that you will do that in Jesus' name. And it is so. Amen. This has been Elder Michelle, just taking a moment out on Monday morning to say, I love you, I'm praying for you, and the fast is on. Come on and join me. We're going to come out of this with greater vision, insight, spiritual blessing than we've ever had before. And we will be prepared to go into this new year with even greater victory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. That's all for now. And I'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to message me on the Daniel Fast 100 Facebook page and tell me that you're joining in the fast. Just simply say, I'm in. That'll be good enough. That's all I need to hear. Okay. God bless you and it's bye for now. Amen. I see we have Lashir on the line.